Welcome back, team, to week six of the Sunken City Project. Damn it. <laughs> you did it again. <laughs> you know, this you just got to do it. Guy. <laughs> this guy. You just do it. I'm Welcome tired. back, everybody, to the Sunken City Fantasy Project podcast about fantasy football. That's us. And I am the co-host, Joel, and this is your other main host, I'm a co-host at this right. point. Let's be honest. After that poor performance, that is the second fucking week in a row that like I just can't get this tongue twister of a show title. I should have known better when we were naming the show. To be I like honest. that we picked this because it's funny. But yes, we are the Sunken yeah. City Fantasy Project, Fantasy Football Podcast. Sunken City, Sunken, Sunken City, Sunken City Fantasy Project, and we don't even have to say the podcast part. That's we not don't. part of it. <laughs> but that's but I add it because I just like to add another P to the end. Yeah. Why not have the alliteration? Yeah, Sunken anyway. City Fantasy Project Podcast with your boys, Brian and Joel. Yes, and it's exactly what it sounds like, a confusing mess where we talk about fantasy. Uh, it kind of follows our, our lives and fantasy, and we are in week six. And the most important thing I want to get out there is that uh, we finally got the Twitch stream working. Yeah, we did if, it. I hope if you're one good. of the handful of people who have been following us uh, since the beginning, thank you very much. Uh, but also the uh, Twitch stream we'd been talking about at the beginning of the season before, you know, we gave up on it because my internet connection was shitty. Um, I got an upgraded modem and they upgraded my internet service as a result. So for the next few months, I have like the upper tier internet and it is very Twitch accommodating, so it was clearly the upload speed. So uh, if you're listening, every Tuesday, I think moving forward, unless otherwise, and actually I think I might need to talk to you about that because um, the uh, the Pelicans are playing next Tuesday. <laughs> so we will probably um, so not. We'll, we'll have a little sidebar at the end of this to like schedule schedule out some stuff. But yeah, moving forward, at least for the back half of the season, I hope to be able to accommodate a Twitch stream that we should be able to advertise at 7 p.m. Yeah, this this works for you if we're going to do a Seems consistent good time to me, thing. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, yeah, uh, check us out on our Twitch stream. I'm pretty sure it's at No Sports Pod on Twitch. Is that correct, Joel? That is correct. All right. Yeah. And so you'll, what you'll see is just our base talking points, any graphics and news things or visuals aids that we may need for this podcast. It's now available if you're following along live. Um I, I, wait, I, I mean, we leave, I release a podcast the next day. They can't listen to the podcast live. You have to watch the tr- Twitch stream. So if you want to be ahead of the curve uh, and get the, the podcast live, it is now on Twitch. We now have a live product again, buddy. Yay, a live product on the internet for everyone to see. I yeah. hope my face doesn't get too dull. And I don't want to give uh, a huge shout out to Cox in general. They they catch some pretty bad heat around the New Orleans area, but they 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 really hooked it up um, this time. Even though I had to pay two hundred dollars for a new modem that they said was slowing things at down. Least, at least it's uh, it's working better for you. Cool. So that's a big update for no sports. Uh, please check out the Twitch. But this podcast show specifically, live show specifically, is about Joel and I's fantasy worlds in and around the greater new orleans area not that that fucking matters um it is week six how did you do in week six joel uh same like i tend to do i go i've been going about one and two every single week Mm. no matter what league i was in but Mm. that's okay things happen so one league i'm three and three one league i'm four and two the other league i'm um two and four you know it's just like perfectly even across the board so yeah that's okay. Some leagues it's good, but you know, the four and two league is better than the three and three, which is this one. This one was a rough one, but at least my bye week from hell is over. I am no longer doomed with no running backs like I tended to have. Uh, no matter really what I could have done to trade people in and out, I wouldn't have won. So, like, that makes me feel comfortable. And it just was the bye week from Nets. Anyway, yeah, here we are. <laughs> new week, new things to talk about, leaving those uh, old losses behind me. Well, we're one third of the way through the season, and I think I'm a little bit just on the other side of the spectrum as you. It seems like every week I'm going three and two in some capacity. Um, So my overall record is 17 and 13. I'm still plus, you know, over 500. Happy with that. I got one league with one loss, uh, a couple leagues with two losses, and then uh, two leagues I'm just eating poo-poo in, and I'm doing two. I'm two and four in both leagues. Uh, that I'm doing poo-poo in, but I still have good points for, so I'm hopeful. I'm optimistic 
I, I think there's still hope for me to make the playoffs across the board. And honestly, in, if you're in five leagues and you make it in all five playoffs, that's a win, right? You gotta. I mean, if you make it in the playoffs at all, that's a win to me because then you have a chance to make it absolutely worth your time and investment. Well, I I can very rarely. It's very rarely, maybe once every two or three years, I think at this rate now that I don't make the playoffs in my league. So I'm I'm excited to say that I think I might have a good grasp of things, not to toot my own horn. Uh, but yeah, so as good as we did and or bad as we did in your case, I suppose, um, as as performance as we did last this week six, um, it, it looks like week seven is going to be even harder. This is when the bye week really hits. And it's not just hitting really hard for people. It's like hitting really, really hard. Um, so I got just kind of two points I wanted to bring up that are kind of run in conjunction here. Uh, so let me just open this tweet that I found earlier today up and uh, I'll just read it aloud. I can't take credit for it. So I'm going to give full credit uh, for who posted it. Matt Desorbo. Matt Desorbo posted uh, this following tweet on October 17th. That is yesterday. We are recording on a Tuesday. So he posted this shortly thereafter. October 17th. Yeah, it looks like about halfway through the Monday night game there. Uh, He said something about football feels off, right? Question mark. Sluggish. Question mark. That's because the first six weeks of fantasy scoring are the lowest in 13 years, down 22% from last year. We are seeing it in the primetime games. There's a severe shortage of consistently high-powered offenses. It's true. Yeah. Nothing. I, heard the, we kind of brought this up last week. I didn't mean to cut you off and you can stop. No. Me, I, which we brought up about the draft picks and how I thought now knowing what I know mm-hmm. that it might have been worth taking Josh Allen first because <laughs> this is exactly what this means. Everything does feel off because there's a lack of high-powered offenses. He's right. There's like four or five of them. So, And I looked up another interesting stat. And so this is what makes this bye week crazy because we're seeing the shortage. Like Other experts are noticing it and putting out the statistics that like this is an all-time shit year. And the top like five scorers – are Josh Allen, Cooper Cup, Justin Jefferson, and Jalen Hurts. Those are go. like four of your top five. I, I don't want to speak out of my ass. It may have been top 10. But four out of your top 10 scoring fantasy performers are out this week. <laughs> so already on a top of a historically low scoring season, this bye week we'll see all of the top scoring players just not available. And it looks yeah. like it's going to be a shit week. But at least it's now. This is, you know, like a week where this is not a make or break week. If you have a buy in four weeks from now when you really need those wins, mm-hmm. that is much worse. <sighs> so it's okay. Yeah, it's going to – and I mean, they're right. There's a lot of low-scoring games. You've seen how bad the Broncos offense oh has been, and God. we're going to get into that in a little bit because I have a whole rant <laughs> I want to do about the Broncos. Like, don't even get – like, we'll, we'll, we'll save that. Um, and – but – this has been a very bizarre year for football. I'm I'm bored a lot watching the games. Um, the Chargers haven't been looking <laughs> as good as they want to do. Sorry, you know, I gotta like, I gotta interrupt just a second. Uh, my girlfriend just texted me, and uh, Andy Dalton is eating at her restaurant. So, <laughs> well, not like her, you know, yeah, where she works, her place of employment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna reveal any secrets, but I just thought that was hilarious. That, like I That's get that cool. text in the middle of my fantasy football podcast. Andy Dalton is great. Anyway, uh, sorry to cut you off, but go ahead back to the conversation of uh, it being just a, a Nanner's week. Nanner's week, Nanner's few weeks of mm-hmm. not very good football. Back to where we were. Uh, there's a lot of returns. You yeah, see, yeah. Uh, so with every every great exit, uh, by week or otherwise, there seems to be a great return. So uh, these are some just names I have on my benches and several teams that I'm looking forward to that are expected to come back in the next couple weeks. Um, wait, I just remembered one thing I wanted to talk about. So this season they added another game in NFL, right? Right. Um, and they're having bye weeks like it feels like earlier and earlier. So like, are you worried if you have any of those players we mentioned earlier, Josh Allen, Cooper cup, you're obviously probably doing pretty well in your fantasy. Are you worried that that's going to put some wear and tear on them on like a playoff run because they're getting their bye week out the gate early? 
that's always the risk that you run. I mean, like now that I have Derek Henry and Josh Jacobs done with their fantasy situ or their bye week for my fantasy potential forward, that does put a lot of wear and tear on running backs. Quarterbacks mm-hmm. might not be as bad, um, but it is it is rough. Yeah, they might actually teams might be more uh, inclined to protect their quarterbacks going into a playoff run. You know, you're right. So, so but that could mean just it. not playing them. Now, <laughs> you know, there I has see been Josh there, Allen just sitting on the bench in like week 15 through 18. Really, like, with the way that they've been calling these games, you really can't worry about it. They just some of these calls are insane. If they look at them the wrong way, they're getting like oh, pass interference. So, like, I don't know, just it's okay. We, we vented about that last week, but well, it is a concern. So, that's uh, I, I've kind of and to ad- address that. I, and I've neglected it a lot on my several teams is that I, I usually on my bench, I like to have a whole nother team. I like to have a backup quarterback, a backup tight end, and then wide receivers and um, running backs there to kind of like flesh it out. And I really have strayed away from that in multiple leagues. So this week I had to kind of make a, a clutch waiver selection on a couple people. So like I, ma- I made a move and I made these move some of these moves last week. So a uh, pat on the back for me for kind of seeing it coming, but like I picked up, the um matt ryan in a couple leagues and jimmy garoppolo and they seem to be doing serviceable enough to be waiver consideration so uh i think i did get on my waiver moves to address week seven but um yeah there's some other big returns that i'm excited about people who i didn't have to waiver wire people who were probably on your or my bench uh waiting their turn in the ir spot uh, if you had one uh the one i'm most excited about DeAndre Hopkins and weird timing with Marquis Brown going out with an injury. Well, I thought they traded Marquis Brown to get Robbie Anderson a few days ago. Was that part of the trade? I did not hear that. I believe that was part of it. Don't quote me. But I'm no, 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 no. Well, fi- finish your thought. I'm going to do some research. But D how come back helps that offense a lot because they just don't have a deep threat or someone to really be the guy. And D hop has always proven to be a top receiver. Uh, I'm glad he's coming back. I'm very excited about it. He's one of my favorite receivers to watch. He's just phenomenal. <laughs> he's just super fun. Um, so good for whoever has him and, and held on to him all year and, and sat with him because it's going to well, be fun. I, I don't know. I can't speak for other people, but when I got Marquis Brown, um, I drafted him, and I think I got Marquis. Everybody likes Hollywood Brown. Yeah, well, I, I think I had to draft. I think I felt obligated to draft DeAndre Hopkins shortly thereafter because I knew he'd be coming back, you know, after a few weeks. Makes sense. Um, so that was, He's I don't know if I, player. I don't know if I mentioned it uh, during the cuffed conversation that we had previously about wide receiver cuffs, but like if Marquis wasn't injured, that, that was a, that was kind of an early draft cuff situation. I don't, I don't see myself having drafted Marquis if DeAndre was healthy and available, you know? Um, I'm not uh, seeing anything on the Robbie Anderson trade details. I'm that just happened literally like a day ago. So I'm going to assume like not all the details are out yet. Um, Just wait while that we'll wait for that. But either way, regardless of that situation in general, D hop is the return that we wanted to discuss. He's going to be great coming back. They need him really. Yeah. Really bad. Especially now. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, I'm excited for them. Uh, another muddy comeback. Uh, I say muddy comeback because it's a muddy situation that I'm interested to see get sorted out is the Baltimore situation. Oh, yeah. Gus it Edwards is. was really good in the little burst we saw him. Um, not always consistent, but nonetheless, potential's there. Ceiling's there. Um, and you have uh, Kenyon Drake instead there. Uh, uh, Kenyon Drake? I mean, you know, like... Kenyon Drake last week only had 10 carries and had 119 yards against the Giants, who honestly, like, is a pretty good team. They won. I mean, like, it was it was crazy kind of how they won, but this dude just clearly is seeing – and he didn't they, like, pick him up off waivers? Like, wasn't he not on the team? Oh, no, he started the season with them. I'm sorry. But he had 11 carries early in the season. He only had five points, and then he did nothing and nothing, and then uh, he was hurt, I guess, and then nothing, and then now he did this. And, like, J.K. Dobbins hurt himself again. And, I mean, Gus Edwards is obviously going to be worth the look. You should take him because he's going to be the probably the goal line back. Mm-hmm. 
but it's hard to to take out of consideration looking at Kenyon Drake as maybe this is the guy. I mean, for now, I I think he is. It could be um, a one and two. The J.K. Dobbins just could get moved completely off the depth chart, and then like Kenyon Drake and Gus Edwards be the one two, and that's yeah. a very serviceable combo. Which they're going to be down in the red zone a lot. So Kenyon Drake will probably, I don't know, I guess either catch it, maybe Gus will catch it, one of them. But we'll see what happens with that. It's going to be fun to be sorted out. I have Gus on my bench, and it, it's almost concerning. You know, Kenyon Drake's performances. Um, yeah, it kind of makes me not want to even like waste a spot on my bench for Gus anymore until that situation clears up. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, and and then you run the risk of being too late, you know, to the party. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one to see. Yeah, um, I also wrote down Elijah Mitchell. He was IR'd uh, early in the season, um, and he should be coming back after the bye week, is what I read. However. However, there have been trade talks about CMC I'm her, or Christian McCaffrey. I'm sure you've heard of them, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, and the 49ers were on the potential list of trade destinations. And if CMC ends up there, I have been holding on to Elijah Mitchell for nothing. So I hope he goes to the Bills <laughs> and studs out Josh Allen, who I have in multiple leagues. <laughs> That would be the best situation for him to win, but I'd be worried about what Buffalo would have to give up in order to get him. I mean, aside from picks, it's already give up really a lot of their players. Maybe the Panthers already came out and said they want first round picks. They want multiple first round picks. So it would be like Devin Singletary. Fuck. I can't imagine they'd include Stefan Diggs, but like maybe another, maybe like a Gabe, Gabe Davis, right? Maybe. Mm, maybe I don't know. I would say probably I would look at their running back situation. Yeah, I'd give him Devin Singletary and first round picks. And then that's let me it. See here, hold on, Christian. Um, but yeah, so I, I'm looking forward to Elijah's return pending a CMC trade. Well, the um, uh, Christian McCaffrey's on a four year, sixty fourth million dollar contract. So whoever trades for him is going to have to give up a lot of stuff just to be able to afford this contract. First round picks are worth a lot, brother. You know, I mean, I'm not arguing that. Just you know, like what teams are really going to be able to? What teams can afford it at this point? Yeah, at this point. So that's going to be interesting. Elijah Mitchell is a good back. I I hope he comes back healthy. I was really bummed he went down early. He's a he's a good Mm -hmm. back and. And San Francisco is one of those. I don't know. They're they're just such this this bizarre team. I never can put my finger on like if they're good or not. Uh, they always seem to be like on that cusp of they make it. And then like, you know, like Brandon Ayuk has like one really good week and then you don't hear from him for four. And Same like with Kittle Samuel, too. Kittle has two good weeks a year and they're like incredible weeks where you're like, how do you not throw in the sky 12 times a game? Do it every time. And then you don't hear from them. I, I don't know. It's, it's, they're so weird with how they, they do it, but. Uh, uh, there is elite talent for sure on the San Francisco 49ers. And it just yeah. seems like they like rotate it once a week they just like spin a wheel to see who's gonna like be the focal point of the offense and i really wish it was debo samuel more they should focus on him oh yeah no i wish it was jeff wilson more i wish it was you know whoever you have have, i wish it was more i don't even have debo samuel i literally don't even have him but i really wish that like it was him i don't know i just believe in him but yeah he's a good guy He's, he's cool he's cool uh we also got some quarterbacks returning my boy yeah, Tua. I'm not. I don't know how excited I am about Tua returning. Terrified. But if you, I'm terrified. Yeah, please be careful, Tua. Um, but I, I think there's elite quarterback potential ceiling there. You know, I just whatever they do, please trade for Samoa. Miami's been in shambles without him, and they were talking about this looking like an unbeatable team with him. So, like you know, he looked unbeatable with him, and Tyreek honestly still putting up numbers even on a shitty teams. Yeah. Yeah, Waddle, same, and the and this goes back to uh, Dallas too. Like uh, CD and Tony Pollard are still putting up good numbers. It's it's bizarre, but Cooper yes. Rush has filled in quite nicely as a quarterback. I mean, I don't know if you're in the position where you needed to start Cooper Rush. Not as for your fantasy, a fantasy, but like but, other than fan, like for a actual football, yeah, he's been great. But for fantasy, yeah, yeah. he has been fantastic great. for Dallas, and he's. Is, he, I'm happy that Dak is coming back. He'll actually be fantasy relevant. That is that is mm-hmm. good. Um, My CD Lamb value goes up with him back. So and I just like the Waddle. You know, if you have Tyreek Hill or Waddle, having Tua back is gonna. Even though they've 
they're clearly like quarterback proof these players so it's yeah. nice that's nice to know but it's going to be even better to have him back it is uh and on the flip side of that all the saints wide receivers should be coming back soon maybe uh, alave is the rookie standout of the year michael thomas seems like he's going to be missing every for every two games he has he's probably going to miss four <laughs> he just that seems to be him which sucks because the saints really need to to look at how his mm. contract is rolling and he needs to boost his value for yeah there there needs to be some purposes. not that this i mean i guess it's potentially fantasy relevant but like as a saints fan they, they need to check michael thomas's contract at the end of the year if he's hasn't played like hardly worth dick when especially when we need him to i need dalton to look better than he's doing he's taking he's going out there with the practice squad and making them look like superstars even though it's against teams that we should beating be beating very easily um i'm liking what i'm seeing from dalton you know yes i like dalton and i believe he should start all right (laughs) you heard it here oh man um so yeah that's uh we kind of breeze through some of the things i wanted to talk about um well i want to i i wanted to vent about the Broncos being terrible. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's let's do that for a minute because I have some Broncos too that I want to kind of just like air out my grievances against. So yeah, uh, you go first. Okay. Well, one, I just want to call out the coaching staff. This is the lowest offensive scoring team in the mm-hmm. NFL. They have had more prime time games than any other team so far. And they're doing that with Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson is one of the worst quarterbacks in the league right now. They put up, they cannot put up statistically. They average 15 points a game. That's terrible from a guy that you just paid a bajillion dollars, like $400 million to, um, they don't know what their running back situation is because Melvin Gordon is good enough to be the back, but keeps fumbling. Mike Boone is suddenly, the blocking back when in reality he's the pass catching back their other one i forget his name the williams he went down so they're they're javante and he javante. was he was, he was really good and he was looking good he was um, looking good and then he went down and i had melvin gordon as his cuff and melvin gordon is a fumble jerry monster. jerry judy is supposed to be this incredible receiver and i truly believe that he is underutilized that he is actually really good you just have to get the ball near him at you the just, beginning of the year, I considered Judy and Waddle on the same like level. That is no longer the case. No, and I truly believe that a lot of that is not his fault. Mm-mm. No. Cortland Sutton is also not thriving either. There's a third receiver in there that's doing okay out of the slot, but because that's only because where Russell Wilson can throw it. Tanyan might be his name. No, no, that's the Green Bay. Yeah, that's Green Bay. Back up. Uh, anyway, whoever this receiver is, their guy, it's not worth picking up, but that's the only person getting even targets to look at. So the Broncos offense is in shambles. The defense is literally the only thing worth having. Surprisingly, they are doing okay. And if they weren't on the field so freaking much, they would probably be doing even better. Um, they are screwed in that division. And uh, it is their offensive line is just porous. If you have any Denver Broncos players, sell fire sale. Ooh, fire I don't sale. even know what you could get for him, man. Cause like I picked up Mike Boone thinking that was going to be, I also the, did the well. replacement potentially if, cause we all, on, we all saw what Melvin Gordon did. We heard didn't do Melvin <laughs> Gordon was on the field for four snaps. And he has four the whole game. Fumbles. He had four snaps. Um, he has a fumble in every game. Mike Boone was out there half the time, but Mike Boone only blocked. There were like two or three targets where Russell Wilson was literally going through all the checkdowns, and Boone was the last option. What is the what is this play calling? So either way, they're, they're not fantasy not... relevant, is what it ends up being. Yes, Russell doesn't call plays at the line. He hears him in the headsets with his coach doing all this calling. They're literally ruining every one of these people's fantasy potential. If you have any of these people, sell. Okay. That's my rant about the. I think if you can sell and get something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Good luck. I I just, I can't even imagine because at the beginning of the year, I don't know if you remember this. Someone offered me Jared Judy 
and Damian Pierce for AJ Brown. And I, I kind of like scoffed that off. I was like, I don't need running backs anymore. So that eliminates my need for Damian Pierce. And that would effectively make the Jerry Judy, uh, AJ Brown trade a straight up for that would be the trade for me. And Thank I thought, God that's, I thought that. that's what the trade was, you know, Jerry Judy for AJ uh, Brown. Um, and I apparently, thankfully, I mean, I think I'd still miss out on that trade because Damian uh, uh, Pierce has been a monster really for good. Houston yeah. and it's like breaking out kind of and like it may have been nice to have uh, another rookie running back on a team. Um, but yeah, at the time, I completely like had that flip flop. I mean, I, I aired on AJ uh, being my my pick. Um, so I made the right call, but man, like how wrong was I about like Judy's potential? So n- now that like I see what I see, I don't even know what I would consider for Jerry Judy. Like you gotta, I'll pick him up off waivers. I'll I'll spend some like uh, free agency capital on him, but I, I'm dropping Boone. I picked Boone up. I'm probably dropping him. I'm going to drop Melvin soon, probably. Like I don't think I can get anything. That's bench space at this point. Oh yeah, Boone is going to be gone for me as well. Um, it's just not not worth it. It's just yeah. not worth it. And sorry to anyone who drafted Russell Wilson. I you know I I, I he, if you recall, he and Juju Smith Schuster I traded for two. Oh, so thank God. Yeah, I got. Uh, I think again, and we talked about that trade at the time. I think in the long run, you still will probably come out on top and that's what that trade was was kind of long-term thinking um it was but jesus i don't know how long to his career is gonna be <laughs> if not i got danny dimes baby daniel jones danny dimes mm, mm, danny dimes i'll danny roll dimes. with danny dimes in the weirdly um, awesome giants offense yeah yeah <sighs> they uh brian dabble is that the coach's name who's like just kind of like Taking the media by storm. I don't know. It's, it's I'm just happy about it. All right. So yeah, just uh, referencing back to um, the whole bye week thing. I just wanted to look at one of my teams here that's been hardest by the bye week blues this week. On my bench, I have Josh Allen, AJ Brown, Allen Robinson, the Bills, and not that I was playing Allen Robinson anyway. The Bills defense, Daryl Henderson, and Adam Thielen. So I have an entire bench full of people and Marquis Brown is there too, but he is out. <laughs> so is it, is, it is a tough bye week. Um, and so I'll take, I'll, I'll take that leap while we're just kind of rambling off of players right now to bring up my ADP draft update thing. Um, I don't know how to describe this anymore. It's turning into a fucking mess. Especially the, where you, it's, it's, weeks. it's the, where you should have drafted these people. As, like it, list that was the in- basically what it's becoming it's that's like what it's the intention what is, is their value what the what are the value of these people and it's, i think if they're a buy they should get a pass well that's the thing the i'm gonna have to go back and really look at the math like, on the algorithms here to make sure it all plays out because if i just leave a blank it kind of like fucks it up no like what was it last week if josh allen was one last week and patty Mahomes puts up great numbers patty Mahomes is two yeah, well, um, I've already dropped gets... quarterbacks on the grounds that um, I, I I've just fudged up on like how I did ADP at the beginning. So it's it's kind of a flex per positions measure of current confidence versus their ADP, their original ADP. That's the okay. best way I think I could describe it. Go ahead. All right, so Jonathan Taylor, who was of course across the board. Uh, for the most part, uh, number one pick of the year. He is on bye week, so uh, his rank goes down hella low. <laughs> um, Saquon, uh, you know what? I'll just start with the people who were listed. In fact, uh, Saquon Barkley, who has recently taken the fantasy world by storm and has uh, unleashed an inner beast that has not been caged since, who was drafted 17th ADP at the beginning of the season. He is now one, and he's been one for a couple weeks now. Saquon Barkley. Good for him, man. New York again. They, I think that coach is, um, he knows what he's working with. He knows what he's working with, and he's letting Saquon be an animal. He looks incredible. He's he looks like a bus. He's yeah. huge. If you drafted Austin Eckler in the third position ADP, which is uh, where he went across the board, it seems, uh, he's currently number two, and yeah. he's been a fantasy monster as well. He's the only thing really relevant with that entire offense. Yep. 
Yep, he is the saving grace of the Chargers for sure. Uh, the current third is Nick Chubb, and we've we've love had to, it. We've we've he had plenty of his Chubb a lot. Yeah, we've talked about Chubb and Saquon's emergence and like continued domination uh, until otherwise. I mean, there really isn't too much to say other than like they're living up to and beyond expectations. So uh, Chubb is the current third. You probably got him mid second round, maybe even third. Who knows? But a really good pick there. Uh, same with Saquon. Uh, going back up, Christian McCaffrey is still fantasy relevant. If you use your second round pick on him, which most people did, that was his first, ADP. Second, second pick overall. There were questions at the first few weeks there. There were questions. We were doubting ourselves. He's not Jonathan Taylor. He has bounced back. He is number four now in confidence for the fantasy pros ranking. Uh, five he has goes- a lot of he has a lot of high upside. He's got a lot of ceiling potential that could be great. Just the Panthers suck. So whatever team he goes to, uh, yeah, to back to that trade talk, man. I hope he goes to the fucking Bills. Please, God, please. <laughs> anyway, uh, and this is where you kind of see the fantasy or Miami. not the fantasy. Send him to Miami. Oh, that'd be fun too, man. Damn, that'd be fun. Send him to Miami. Um, this is where you kind of see uh, the whole bye weeks playing into the factor in the rankings here because Jamar Chase, who has kind of been performing at his, I guess, draft pick uh, meddling, he's now bumped up to five instead of where he was drafted at 10. So I think a lot of that is just the lack of Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup this weekend. So Jamar Jamar gets the bump to number five. Uh, going to six, uh, I think. Five with an asterisk because in reality, if you're adding those two, because they are above him, then, yeah. you know. Leonard Fournette, another great draft pick. You may have got him in late round three. Seven. He is currently the sixth draft or sixth ranked confidence player. Um, I don't want to keep just listing players. Kamar comes in at seventh. You got him probably at 11 in your draft. Let's see. There were some people. Yeah, there were some people that really jumped. Um so Brees Hall is finally getting the recognition uh, for his draft pick. He is now definitely an over of, of, I'm not sorry, I'm sorry, a value draft pick. He is confidence at 14. He is the 14th ranked this week. Again, may have something to do with the bye weeks, uh, but he was drafted ADP an average of 44. And yeah, he was drafted I, kind of decently late. I like mid, that, man. Mid I think fourth round. I think we're going to probably see Brian uh, Robinson creep onto this list. Okay. Uh, another shout out, Jalen Waddle, uh, who's been virtually the whole quarterback proof, just dominant. Yeah. He's finally uh, Him out. And even without us, well, now I guess with the return of uh, two, I guess that has something to do with it. But uh, if you got him and in Tyreke. the 52nd pick, he is now the 21st ranked this week. Uh, those are really all the big like standouts that I had from this week. Again, I don't want to bore anybody with just rattling off names. And I listened to last week's episode, and that's kind of what it became. So I'm not going to do that too much. Um, back to it. Tyree Kill, <laughs> eighth. <laughs> he got him 23rd. Uh, let's see. Uh, nine, 10. Did I even write those down? Where are they? Yep. Oh, Kareem Hunt. Oh, no. Yeah, Kareem Hunt. He jumped no real hard. Did he? For this week, potentially. No, I'm sorry. I, I wrote that down wrong. Week. I'm sorry. I logged that wrong. It is clearly Ramondre Stevenson with the New England Patriots. There he had go. the highest jump of this week. Uh, he His ADP was 86. Ramondre. And he is currently ninth. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Da- Damian, uh, Damian Harris? Yes. I think he went down with an injury for New England. Yes, he was not fit to play this past week. I think they said he wasn't going to play. Well, what, for whatever reason, Bill Belichick, who in rare fashion has more or less come out and said this dude's going to be our bell cow, and you don't really see that in New England, so you got to get excited uh, when when that happens. You know, <sighs> you always got to take Bill Belichick's word with a grain of salt. But yes, uh, ideally, if they can <laughs> do that, yeah, they needed a bell cow back for a long time. And if Ramondre Stevenson, what a dope name! Mm-hmm. If this guy is the guy, I'm all in. Yeah, Ramondre. Yeah, so that's uh that's the ADP to current rank today. It's happy. It's so, good here. People, people I- moving up. You know, these people are definitely not on your waivers anymore. This is really nope. just a, a pat on the back it's if you drafted these people. Good drafting. And you did well. You did well if you drafted these people that we've been mentioning. I <laughs> those in some leaks, so that makes me feel good. 
yeah. So, uh, the, man, again, so I got to be honest, I, my brain's a little, uh, I don't want to say wired right now. Um, it's a little distracted from fantasy football because I, I watched uh, Dahmer. Terrifying. Yeah. No, it's, and I'm not going to press people to watch it. It was, in my opinion, well done. It, the, the subject matter is obviously super sensitive. Um, make it's your own, uncomfortable. yeah, make your own moral decision if you want to go watch this. I don't want to glorify, you know, <laughs> Jeffrey Dahmer by any means. Um, but I, I do think it tells an interesting story. Um, so I, I literally <laughs> finished the final episode of that. <laughs> like, right, I, I walked from my TV to the computer and started streaming. So, like, Ooh, my brain weird headspace, weird <laughs> yeah. headspace coming to a podcast. Yeah. For, for, for and so, I, I guess this this is almost another uh, topic uh, of conversation here that I want to have. Is um, so you know I'm a Game of Thrones fan too, right? Like, you yes. know I'm a Game of Thrones fan. I've watched it at your home many times. Yes, big fan. Um the the new series house of dragons is out and it's on sunday nights and it yes. comes on at nine so mm-hmm. normally i i can watch like the first half of like the late games you know seven to nine seven thirty to nine or whatever and it's not a problem uh this season so much uh but has another fandom ever bumped up against your fantasy football fandom because game of thrones is clearly now bumping up into this shit and today my murder docuseries fandom (laughs) bumped up into the recording of this podcast thankfully none have like altered my play yet but like are do you have any fandoms that you would say yeah i I would give up a weekend of fantasy football to go do this yes basketball basketball number number one yeah if like we could go to boston for the weekend and go to boston garden and like go to a Celtics game I could care fucking less about fantasy football. So would you say more specifically, because I I can't imagine you just want to go to like a bar and watch basketball over fantasy. It would have to be a live basketball. Yeah. 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 We're like, like a trip, you know, like, Oh, we're all going to Atlanta Mm -hmm. to go to the Hawks game. Like, yeah. On like a Thursday, then yeah, I'm not going to give a fuck about the Thursday night game. I could care less. I'm going to watch that instead. Sunday, well, I'm, I'm not even talking about like just the aspect of watching football oh, games. Okay, just, I, I don't, I, I'm talking about like, hey man, you need to set down your phone and appreciate Star Wars convention 2023. <laughs> oh, in that case, uh, like this is a live action Street Fighters, uh, MMORPG like role playing game where we dress up. <laughs> now that sounds awesome. First off, <laughs> that's what I'm talking sign about. Sign me up. That's what I'm talking a about, man. Street Fighter thing? Hell yeah. I'll be so Ken. Like, and that, and honestly, now, now that I'm thinking about it, like a super dope, like Ren Fair, like hell yeah, or like a weekend at like the Disney Star Wars thing. Sorry, dope. my my ferret went to the bathroom, so I had to give him a treat there. That's polite of you. Yeah. Well, he's litter trained, and I want to make sure of that, so you got to reward him. Um, <laughs> But yeah, no, uh, I... I think, yeah, I would agree with you, though, if I had like a trip, like a boys trip and like they said, like, hey, you couldn't check your fan. Like you can go on this trip, but you you can't check your fantasy. Like that's the contingency, like a, a basketball weekend to go to like a fun live event. Like I love fantasy and, I, you know, it's great and all, but I do a lot of it. I, you know, comparatively speaking, I don't go. Oh, well, I mean, I do go to a shit ton of Pelicans games, but uh, comparatively speaking, I would love to love go to like. I would love to go to Boston and watch a basketball game or like a baseball game, a live like weekend of baseball. I don't even like baseball that much. I just think it'd be fun to go to an MLB stadium for a weekend. Fenway Pack games. and watch the Sacks play. It'd be awesome. Yeah, watch a watch just catch a whole series or something over a weekend. That'd be dope. Like I so I'd love fun. That. Um. So yeah, like I that that issue hasn't hit me yet. I it's funny that like I would one day it, it will other sports, but I think with the technology, I'm able to a check fantasy wherever whenever from my phone as long as i have internet access and b most things that i enjoy are recorded so i can just like re-watch them or i don't i don't have to watch them live we're not in that era anymore and that's a shame because you know i really enjoyed watching game of thrones with everybody at like the same time and you know and now football i think kind of eats into that familial fandom uh, nerd fandom anyway not that this is any better. 
Right. Not that this is any better. Yeah. So that was just a sidebar uh, fantasy conversation. One of many of which, if you've been listening to us, we have. This is the real life nitty gritty how fantasy impacts your life. So it doesn't really affect other fandoms, you know, thankfully. Thankfully. All right. So um, I, 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 this might be a little shorter episode this week. That's fine. We normally hit about an hour, go a little over. And who knows, this final segment uh, could eat up some time because I, I, you look like you got some things to say here. And we got some catching up to do with our little side competitions that we got going throughout the year. Um, so, yeah, like, do you, you want to do first, the defensive I wanna, kicker? Yes, because then I want you to go first because I'm excited about mine. Okay, cool. Um, so last, well, like, I guess, uh, we'll, we'll recap what we did last week too. Right. Yes. Um, so let me pull up last week. Uh, I know last week I picked Mar. Uh, he did not do great. He did terrible. He did terrible. And he did I'm, fuck, he did fucking terrible. I don't yeah. curse on this podcast. He did terrible. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> and it's not yeah. his fault. I, I'm it's a- not his fault. They could not move the ball past the 50-yard line. Rush. The rest of the team did great up until that 50-yard line, and then Cooper Rush threw, I believe, two be. interceptions. He had a fumble. And then I, w- I want to say something happened late. Like, I don't know if it was him, but somebody else fumbled late. Well, we've been and crazy. they just couldn't get to the point where he could kick. And then they got to the red zone once. They tried to kick. I believe they went on a fourth down and didn't get it. They just like uh, – they're going to look a lot better with Dak, but yeah, Mar is still a great kicker. I still love him, but he did. And I'm bummed. I apologize for anyone who took that advice. I did in one of my leagues and thankfully it didn't hurt me. Uh, I still won, but barely, it would have been nice to win by a little more and get that points for up. Uh, but yeah, so I apologize for the Mar pick. So this week I'm going to go with the numbers, baby. And I'm going to go with Matt Pratter, the Cardinals kicker. Okay. Matt uh, let me see where he currently ranks like as far point. as kickers go. Um, and I, I went with a little bit different of a plan here. I, not necessarily, regardless of where he is ranked as far as kickers go, he is going up against the New Orleans Saints, which have allowed the second most points to kickers. Okay. And as a Saints fan, that hurts. Uh, it hurts to like put a player in, you know, like this is going to be a good waiver pickup against, you know, my favorite team. Um, uh, it's been rough, but I've been picking against the saints for a while this season. We saw, uh, I, I tend to do it against like Houston. Like I did it for a little while against Houston on like, you know, whoever, whatever offense goes against Houston's probably going to have a field day. Yeah. Uh, let's see where Pratter ranks all time for this season. Not all time. Yeah. Come on. Brett Maher, you're the fourth ranked kicker. Why did you screw me last week? All right. So Pratter, oh my God, he's not even. Ugh. Did I miss him? <laughs> did I miss him? Is it that bad? No, dude. This dude's just off the fucking scale. Is this his first game back? <laughs> Matt Prater? Yeah. Oh, I thought you had that all ready to No, run. I didn't look it up, man. I didn't look up his like injury history. I just kind of looked up like uh players that are ready to go now. You know what? Even if he was injured, he's all healed up now. He's had weeks off, right? Yep. Oh, <laughs> he was, right okay, so if he plays. <laughs> Hold on, I got Matt Prayer right here. Matt Prayer. <laughs> yeah. He didn't practice available. yesterday. <laughs> Ryan Plasance owns him. So he is playing. He did not practice. He's been out the last two games. He's back for this one. Um, yeah for new orleans yeah so i that's kind of where i <laughs> he is rostered in 27 percent of literally leagues. picking an injured an injured player because the saints have been so dog shit that's what i'm going with this week lock it in matt prater he will not disappoint because he's playing the saints if he plays that's it all right well let's see how that rolls for okay, you and so i guess what what's my total for the season you have that you right now for picking kickers have kicked five correct kickers out of six weeks. Brett Meyer is your one stain. Every oh time you pick God. somebody with over eight points, which I believe is a good threshold for a kicker to do well. 
Um, eight seems to be kind of the minimum. Well, honestly, I kind of just go with like, I mean, and you you can you can judge it your own way. I, I think either way, we were, I'm going to get a point uh, in this regard. It's just, oh, beat your projection. Match or get closer, beat your projection. Yeah. In that case, I would probably bump myself of one, but there's one I don't really feel comfortable with. Either way, for myself, for my defenses, I've picked it correctly three times um, where they have gone beyond and exceeded expectations. Oddly enough, the ones that I missed the Eagles were early. Are- two of them <laughs> well yes uh, they were and they're awesome so yeah. good for them and if you pick the no i think the eagles were one and then the last then they were gone and i couldn't pick them again um either way uh yeah it's been good oh the jags were one one week and they like did okay and they did pretty yeah. good uh the bears too they did uh service bowl with eight so anyway my defensive pick of the week this week lock it in bank it the new york jets Ugh. I know they are averaging 15 points a game over the last three weeks and they beat decent teams. They beat Pittsburgh. They beat Miami. They knocked Mm. somebody out with a concussion. Then they played green Bay in green Bay and won. They held Aaron Rodgers, and that's that whole team. Just, they messed them up. Now they play the Broncos. We talked earlier about (laughs) how crappy that is. You absolutely yeah. believe that I'm going with the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 fly, you know, Jets, fly. I, I don't think I can get behind a damaged uh, Pittsburgh and Miami team being like classy wins. Green Bay, sure, that's a good team. The uh, thing is that they're getting the they're playing the Broncos, man. You, they're get, they're getting the pick. quarterback. They're they're sacking the quarterback. One game they had six, one game they had three, one there was four, there was two. So they're clearly getting through the line, which yeah. the defense for I mean the offensive line for the Broncos suck. It's, well, it's just pick, horrendous. Brother. So I'm going with the Jets this week. Bank it in. Uh I'm making a lot of my reputation on it. So go with the Jets. Now we get to get into our bait debate. Our bet. Oh yeah. For the jerseys. We yeah. are each two and one. Because last week you picked the Chargers over the Broncos for the Monday night game. And well, and I just as a let's see how this goes, pick the Broncos to kind of like, yeah, let's just, you know, get a win or a loss. And I obviously lost because we just vented on how terrible this whole little podcast episode should be just like the Broncos suck. Listen to Joel vent about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you uh, are, are good. You are two and one. I am also two and one. I have the teams listed that you have picked already that you are not allowed to pick again. All right. I see him. I see him there. Would you I like to go there. first or would you like to go second? Fuck. See, this is tough, man, because we're still early in our competition here. We all I feel like I want to get like the teams uh, like the shit. I want to I want to get the dog shit teams out of the way that I don't I can't pick them anymore. Uh that I know they're gonna have this be like their only week the rest of the season they're only win the rest of the season i want it to be this week yeah. so that's kind of what i'm i'm picking here man i'm gonna go with the giants the giant i like it i that's a I'm classy pick and i like giants. it they I'm seem to have you. a lot of momentum so i think they can beat the jaguars um jaguars have not been impressive uh the, Over the know, last few weeks, they were for the, for the past they fooled few me. Years. <laughs> we talked. Well, we talked about this earlier in the few weeks ago about like, are they good or are they not? Mm-hmm. Are they pretenders? And we were like, no, they're real. They're here. They are not. They are liars. Trevor Lawrence might be the only one that's worth having, and even that's questionable. More as like a streaming service option. Uh, their defense looked <laughs> yeah. good for two weeks, and then has just been porous and terrible. They have yeah. negative points this past week. Um, so uh, as a previous owner of the the Jags hype, I I have abandoned the train. Yeah. Uh, so that's exactly why I think the Giants are going to win. Um, and I'm not, I, I don't think the New I'm York football any, Giants are good. Uh, well, I don't think I'm in any danger if I don't pick them in the future. Like, I don't, you know, if they end up being a juggernaut, great for them. And if they don't, like, I made the right pick, you know, that's all. That's all. I'm, that's all I'm uh, looking at it here. All right. So what's, uh, I'm what's going yours? with the Jets as well. I'm doubling down on that. Right. I, I truly believe they're just going to smoke the Broncos this week. They're not going to figure it out. The Jets are going in. Uh, I'm all in on the Jets, baby. All right. Cool. So, yeah. And have you thought about what jersey you might want? Because I'm not going to get it. I'm going to get you something really shitty. I'm going to get you someone you hate. 
Well, if like I win, you got to get me something I want, right? I, I guess you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe, do you do you just want to agree that we both have to buy each other a jersey and the winner get like gets to pick what jersey they want and the loser That's fine. just has to be surprised? That's fine. Yes. All right. And that way we both at least walk away with a jersey. That'd be really funny. Yes. All right. Well, I, I I won't presume to uh, guesstimate what jersey you would get me, uh, but if I could pick, ooh, I don't know. I might have to wait till the end of the season. I really went in heavy on like Josh Allen. Yeah. And so I think you know, I'd be down to join the Bills Mafia. Like I don't want because if I I don't want a Pelicans jersey, I don't want a like Saints jersey. I want you because know, I'm I'm I like to get kind of picky about that kind of shit right uh, so i'd be fun to like have another team's jersey to be able to like if i ever go to new york i could wear that jersey you know i'm like or so that's the thing like, la team i could you know maybe get like a cooper cup jersey i even though i don't have cooper cup I don't know. i'm a big fan of these miami jerseys oh they're clean big fan of miami jerseys i'll think about it but it will not it most likely will not be a local team how about you no no, I also do not want a local team. I would like some something uh, not. I'll, I'll, I'll make a promise to you now, and I would like you to promise it to me. I will not buy you anything from the NFC South. I will not. I, I, well, I appreciate bet, that, brother. And uh, I just, can we make another thing? I, I promise not to get anything with Bama on it. Please. I will, no, I will I'm never leaving wear college it. out of it. I'm leaving college it. out of it. We're not going to okay, college yeah, stuff. Yeah, leave college out of it. Professional things and no NFC South because we are both hard saints mm-hmm. fans and i know that by first off i wouldn't even want to spend my money on a bucks jersey i don't give a fuck if it has tom brady's name on it yeah you uh and nor do i want a carolina panthers i don't want that i'll get you i get you like ah. a dalvin cook jersey <laughs> like wait who, was, uh, who caught that ball in the miracle game against the vikings was a uh wasn't that i can't remember who that was, was stefan diggs wasn't it <laughs> stefan diggs oh shit you're right i think he was diggs. he was still there huh Stephon Diggs. Yeah, that'd be uh, fun yeah. to get you a Stephon Diggs jersey. If it, if you got me anyone that made me my heart break, but I would be okay wearing it, it would be like Marshawn Lynch's Beast Quake like jersey. Oh yeah, that'd be like, all right, yeah, he beat us, and it made me sad. But like, I love Marshawn Lynch; he's awesome. <laughs> like, but anyway, anyway, that's for another time. Yeah, another well, time. Uh, we got our picks locked in, our defensive and uh, kicker picks, which you can actually take some heat and so on even like we i I was gonna say we did our research on this but like clearly i just kind of was like who's giving up the most points to kickers i'm going with that person this week oh it's matt pratter i didn't even know he really was fucking (sighs) engine that bad that's uh, you know that's a solid strategy i hope it works out hey man i got burned on the brett maher pick you know i was like oh yeah this dude's one of the leading kickers there's still available i'm keeping him this week too i'm rolling with him again no no well here's the thing i i I also picked Suck up earlier in the year for this pick pick thing that we got going on, and mm-hmm. he's still doing great. So like, I dropped Mar to like get Suck up if I could. So yeah, we'll find out tomorrow. We will find out when the waivers clear. Bang. Um, I can't think of any other updates. I'm excited that we got the Twitch working. Please check that out if you're listening to this. Uh, that'll be hopefully Tuesday. Well. Let's not start it next week. We'll we'll, we'll finalize the time at least by half season um, because the Pelicans schedule just got, came out not too long ago and it's kind of fucking with my schedule. So uh, Joel and I are fixing to have a quick sidebar on that. But uh, yeah, thanks for listening to the Sunken City Fantasy Project. Yay! Hosted by No Sports featuring no. Brian, me, and I- Joel, him. Me! Thanks, right. you guys, for listening. <laughs> thanks. See you next time, team.